Street, Trash South Street. Trash South Street, Jamie Z. What's going on, dude? Nothing, man. He just jumped right in. He just jumped right in. You know, sometimes you gotta rip that band-aid off. Could you? I'm doing a diving. Yeah. Because you can't see me. Yeah. She has, um... <laughs> like a Casper the Ghost. The Gopas Ghost? Yep. The Gopas All the bitches And what's the name? Is it Tully, the Virgin Surgeon? Yes. Who? Telly. Telly. He's on the... Uh, we're talking about something that all... Kids. The movie Kids. Kids. The, the unseemly movie Kids. That was like in 1999? Yeah. But Telly has been on other things. Like, Telly was on The Wire. He's on. Oh, really? He was on Broad City as a normal guy. And then Chloe, is it Savine? Is that how you say her Chloe Savenge. Seven, is that how it is? Yeah. I don't know. I don't trust your pronunciation. It is. Chloe You say Jeopardy, too. So. Chloe Savenge. <laughs> Brown Bunny. Mm hmm. But I liked her in that. Yeah. She's good. Yeah. She didn't bother me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Discovered by Kim Gordon. Mm hmm. <laughs> She was like an ex-girl model. And that was Kim oh, Kim Gordon's like, I'm going to discover this girl. No, I don't think so. I think she's Kim Gordon is pretty white bread. I don't know. I don't know. K KG and me, you know. KG? Yeah. No. Kim Gordon. Kimmy. Kimmy G. Kimmy G. That makes no sense. Anyway, yeah. we're already getting off to a great start. What's up? What's going oh, on? What's new? What's new? Uh, my cigar plant got some new foliage. Oh, nice. You know, I've been getting a lot of weird and suggestive emails. Oh, really? Uh, since we had our podcast about plant growth and showering with my plant. Yeah, yeah. That is as well. Go, do tell. Nothing. I just, you know, it's like they want pictures. <laughs> they want me to record an MP3 of me sensuously bathing with my plant. Okay. They just, it gets way too detailed. They ask about the dirt uh, and that's the weird. taste of the dirt. And huh. Do I like a dirty bottom? It's Are you gross. a bottom or the planet is a top? Uh, plant a power bottom. Oh, a power. Oh. So, generates all its power from being the bottom. Okay, okay. I know, that's sick. The plant's like a flight. It's underage. That's gross. I'm not a sicko. I'm not a sicky sicko. I do adult plants. Okay. But other than that, it's been a pretty humdrum week. I've been busy at work. Mm, cool. I've been doing yard work. Plant my flowers. Yeah, I saw your flowers. Yeah, my tulips popped up. They have penetrated through the soil. Yeah, see, so, oh, to I'm, find the sun. I'm kind of wondering, <laughs> especially since that podcast hasn't posted yet. Mm. Hmm. I don't know. So I think this place might be bugged. Maybe. Or it's a ghost. Like, ghost is also a plant pervert. Like the movie Bug. Such a good movie. All right, this is like, we're three minutes. We literally probably made even less sense than normal. For me, nothing too much. Nothing um, I went to a concert. Oh, all right. For so, the moment. Well, you have a lot of news, actually. I do. I saw Seven Seconds. Yeah. And Negative Approach and mm -hmm. Soul Glow. I don't know if you remember you talking like a while back, like last year, I was trying to buy tickets to see Seven Seconds and Circle Jerks. And for some reason, it would not process. I kind of remember that. Fucking yeah. sold out. Yeah. So I was kind of pissed, but I was like, whatever. Well, show got canceled mm -hmm. because Keith Morris had COVID. Oh. So they scrambled and did negative approach, seven seconds and soul glow at the church, which is like super intimate. So it was an awesome show. It was COVID packed to the yeah. max. Like it was uncomfortable. You know, we I didn't take a test, but I've been a, yeah. it's been a week. I'm sure I'm fine. I feel fine. But it was a really, really cool. It was probably the last time I'm going to see seven seconds. So I think he's just done. He's just like, he's come up and be like, you know what? I'm 60 mm -hmm. some years old. I miss my family. 
I hate doing this. I hate being on the road. Yeah. I love this one hour I get to be with mm -hmm. you guys, but the rest of it I can just do without. Uh, Negative Approach was awesome. Really cool. And Soul Glow. So not getting into their other uh, stuff with yeah, Soul Glow. But anyway, I love that last time. I gave it like a really good review and mm -hmm. I still like jam to it all the time. I just don't think they're super awesome live. They're yeah, some bands are like that. It's the third time I saw them and I'm like, okay, cool, cool. Let's, let's go. And mm -hmm. um, nothing blew me away. I was yeah. kind of like, oh yeah, cool. But it was a really good time. I saw Kirshner. Oh yeah. Kirshner was there. I saw a bunch of old people, like old heads. Mm -hmm. It was like a old school concert. There was like 77 looking like Susie and the Banshees, punk rockers or metal heads. It was like across the board, like every type of people in their 50s, 60s. It was, it was nuts. It was, uh, I was w like maybe one of the, in the younger oh. time frames there. Yeah. But it was a really good time, and Negative Approach was awesome, 7 Seconds was awesome. I said Soul Glow was good, it just, uh, I just yeah. think I expect more of them than what happens. You know what I really, like, this is a memory from a bazillion years ago, mm -hmm. like the 90s. A band that seemed to be really bad live. Chili Peppers? No. Actually, I don't, I don't give a shit about Chili Peppers <laughs> one or the other. Smashing Pumpkins. Really? And it must have been when they were all like fucking strung out and hated each other because Billy Corgan got like Could all the been. publishing. But they were, I felt like one, they were getting pushed heavy and they played like the MTV Music Awards and they played all these like shows and whenever you'd see them live, quote unquote, because I wasn't seeing them live, they were just horrific. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Which is weird because, you know, that. Just is something. what it is. Mm -hmm. And Other news, I got yeah. two kitties. Yeah. Their names are Miko, uh -huh. which is a little girl, and Casper with a K, because yeah. I refuse the C. Uh. <laughs> um, and their brother and sister, Mark adopted them. I had no idea about it. I thought they were surprising me with a gift or something. Yeah. <laughs> so these kitties very me like freaking. Yeah. <laughs> the whole their whole backstory is <laughs> that they were uh now, apparently, but their father was Magneto's cat. When it was all like how cold it was this winter, they yeah. were feral and their mother died and they oh. were still feeding on the mother when it was dead. Ew. Yeah, yeah, I would get rid of this guy. I'd be like, yeah, these are going. But they're super, super sweet. They're really nice kids. Yeah. And Victor got scratched by him already. And that's oh. when I was like, gonna return him. And he was like, no! Yeah. Was he just playing rough? Nah, it was like a tiny... They, they, they're kittens. They play. Yeah. Do they? They play. Like when they were eating a dead kitty's milk. <laughs> and then I went up to the, the Miko and just snapped yeah. her neck. It's like, she's sleeping now. <laughs> she sleeps a lot lately. Yeah. You just go, look, you just get, keep getting cats and be like, yeah, baby cats change shape. <laughs> this one looks like a turtle. Yeah, eventually they'll have their final form. Um, I uh, started my job since yeah. last we spoke. And that's... A story amongst itself, but it's for another time. It's it's going. It's yeah. good. I worked my first 12 hours yesterday, and it was good. Mm -hmm. It was good. Um, it made me more confident about the place. Wow. Oh, that's good. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it. I'm mm. trying to think if there's anything else. Yeah. Bunch of bands dropped some stuff. And, yeah, um, and uh, announced tours that we... Yeah, I did see that Garbage was playing two places in, in Philly. Or not Philly. In Pennsylvania, yeah. it's just like too far away. So Garbage is doing... Normally we have the this the concert segment after the music, but yeah, garbage announced they're like yeah we're doing a small East Coast tour. It's like an eight, eight it's like gig or something. Eight, yeah, and they said this is probably the only thing we'll be headlining this year. Yeah, I guess it's a bit disappointing, but I think they're t she's they're touring with Blondie again in the UK. Yeah, I think so. Or Atlantis Morissette 
they might be they're doing shows with either Blondie or Lannis or both. Yeah. Which is probably why they're busy. But yeah, it's weird. This would be the first album I have not seen that. I wish they just came to Philly because technically they never came to Philadelphia, right? Because it was like the I was gonna say the Tweeter Center. It was at um whatever the hell it's Susquehanna. Called. Susquehanna, yeah. 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 So and they usually hit Philly. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's weird. And then Nine Inch Nails suddenly announced they have a show. And yeah, then... I would love to go, but I'd probably have to work. But... Yeah. And uh, Bauhaus mm-hmm. announced some Philly dates. Philly. Philly. That's in like September, right? Yeah. Oh, so another thing. Mm-hmm. I went to the art museum before I forget. Oh. Um, Mark, Victor, and I went to the art museum on Thursday. Mm-hmm. During a spring break, and I think I saw a Nick Cave exhibit. Oh, oh yeah, there is a Nick Cave exhibit. Yeah, I yeah. saw it. It's like a, these big balls of like yarn and nails and yeah, weird stuff. But it was it said Nick Cave um, on it. Hmm. Forget what it was called. Something ghosts, and I'm like, it's gotta be Nick Cave. Probably. <laughs> um, but it was cool. Cool. Yeah. I didn't take any pictures of it because it was just like a ball of yarn with nails. Yeah, it was. It was under glass, and it uh-huh. wasn't gonna have the, yeah. the greatest. But it was cool to see. I, mean, I, I saw. Um, I'm sure you saw on Instagram. I really like Thomas Eakin, uh-huh. which the famous Eakin's Oval is named after. But they had the Gross Clinic from the, um, you know what it is. Mm-hmm. So, Butchering Art, the cover yeah. of the book. Oh, That's yeah. a Thomas Eakin. And they well, that's why I remember that. they actually talk about yeah. that in the Butchering Art. So, that yeah, I saw some Thomas Eakin stuff and some of his, like, moldings and stuff. He was mm-hmm. really big into, like, anatomical stuff. Mm-hmm. And he actually would make sculptures and stuff, too, of just, like, human body parts. So, it was very cool to see. We were looking more in the modern art section, mm-hmm. and it was pretty cool. So anyway, what you should do, if you still have a school ID, or sorry, a school email, mm-hmm. you can become a Philadelphia art member for oh. $25 a year. Oh, really? Just oh. 25 bucks if you're a student. So it's I think it's worth it, because it's like 25 bucks. Mm-hmm. For a student in general, it's 14 to get in. I think like normal like adult is 25 but yeah, it was cool, uh, and Victor enjoyed it, and we saw like some cool, some cool art. Oh yeah, the, uh, Mark did his live art thing at the yeah, Blackstone. That was really, really cool. They had free beer, mm-hmm. so I got fucked up. No, I didn't get fucked up. But I, I talked to a bunch of people and saw some cool stuff. Mark sold his painting. They auctioned That's it good. off. Barnson's is a place where they have art therapy. Yeah. Where they have like trauma and abused children work through their pain. And coping skills with art and stuff. Oh, so it's cool. a really cool, really cool um, idea. But it was really cool just seeing everyone do their stuff live. There's a girl doing like a poor painting, another lady that was encaustic, one was making jewelry, and there's just straight paintings. It was very cool. So that's what I did last weekend. I'm looking for something while we're talking. What are you looking up? I'll tell you when I find it. It says spoil it. Oh, okay. It's a picture of a wiener. Mm. Um, so anyway, yeah, for me, uh, not too much going on. I guess the other thing we should talk about is Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried died, which was, I was, um, apparently he had some form of muscular dystrophy. Yeah. That I read, according to Wiki. Mm-hmm. He was only like 67. Oh, here it is. So Chris Bailey of the Saints died. Big. Oh, I did band. hear that too. And this is just a picture at a concert. One of the people up front is a 19-year-old Nick Cave. Who right was just, there? Yeah. And I think actually talking about the art. Exhibit uh, because he was okay. an art student. John Worcester of Super Chunk posted that picture because he does this thing called Rock and Roll Weirdness, where it'll be just weird shit. That's cool. And Nick Cave posted the same picture, and he was like, "Yeah, I was nineteen, didn't know what I was gonna fucking do with his. I was with my life." That <laughs> point, he was probably already a heroin addict. Oh, so I went to Circle Bay. So, so uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Yes. So something occurred to me is I think he was such a fixture, probably of the X Gen of Generation X, mm-hmm. and I think the fact that he was. People don't do imitations of actors anymore. Nah, they really because don't. Because... I got the hiccups. 
Well, it's that time. I haven't done it. Oh, my God. Um, I don't want someone to puke. I didn't puke. Uh, I'm drinking. Mm. Uh, riveting. Riveting. <sighs> yeah, there's going to be a lot of edits in this one. Um, let me back up. So, on, so tell me about your Generation X. No, no, because people are like really like shocked and you know, yeah. saying that Gilbert Gottfried died in part because he played a cartoon parrot. And something that came up on Gilbert's podcast a while ago was the fact that people don't do imitations of actors anymore because actors don't really have distinctive personalities like like John Wayne. Yeah. And Gilbert was probably someone who was distinctive enough personality and voice-wise that you could imitate him, and he was imitated a lot. Yeah, I could see that. So, yeah, it's just weird that he had a place in pop culture probably more than he ever thought he would. Yeah, I always liked him. Yeah. He's funny. Let's talk about music. Okay, can we go first? Yes. Um, so Ceremony dropped a two-song EP on yeah. a 12-inch record. I'm like, why does no one do seven inches anymore? <clears throat> they kind of just sprang out of nowhere. Uh-huh. And it's called Vanis- Vanity Spawned by Fear. And we have talked about Ceremony a yes. ton. And this is only a one-time pressing uh, off a of relapse. And it came out... April April twelfth, yeah. and ceremonies out of California. As we said, we talked a bunch about them. This first release in I don't know a couple years. Yeah, I felt like was it like the Doldrums was the last thing to come out? Or? Well, they had. They I had, thought it was another EP. It could have been. Well, Doldrums is an old song too. Maybe. Oh. Um. So anyway, mm-hmm. it starts with well, it starts. The first song is Vanity Spawned by Fear. I think it's a really cool song. It's really good. It's the more you listen to it, the more you like it. Um, it's like this sexy, slinky, in in excess it's, song. It reminds it's me. It's kind of like somewhere between glam and seventies folk yeah. rock. Yeah, it's like very glammy. Yeah, very I was surprised. Heavy. I really liked it, but I was very surprised. It's really cool. Not like a banger hit you over the head. California Poppy. I didn't like it the first time I listened to it. Second time I listened to it, I was like, I'm, I'm into it. It's very like this moody synth with almost like a spoken word poetry going on with these like beautiful poetic lyrics. It almost reminds me slightly whatever the last wall of Pink Floyd the, the wall. Where he's like yeah, yeah. I forget. I forget what it's called too but it's like this very beautiful but morose song. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. both songs I guess were uh, like three, four minutes. Yeah. But all together I was very happy with this release. Mm-hmm. I was just happy to have two new ceremony songs. And I dig it. Um, if you can get it on vinyl, go for it because I think only a thousand of them are being released. Yeah, I could like I had to give the second one like another listen because I really could not get into it. Yeah, it was kind of like blah, but once and, you kind of put on headphones mm-hmm, and listen to it, yeah. and that's when it kind of um, worked on me or whatever. Mm-hmm. What was I doing? I think I was on the bike yesterday or the other day, and um, I was like, oh, okay, I'm I'm kind I'm into this. So that is Ceremony, Vanity Spawned by Fear. The last song on the wall is called Outside the Wall. Okay. And if you recall, the one before that is probably my favorite song of the album, The Trial. Mm. My favorite song on Pink Floyd the Wall Yeah. is one of my turns, actually. You know what that song is? Uh, no. The I feel... Cold as a razor blade, oh, tight right, yeah. as a tonic, and okay, he just yeah. loses his shit in the the yeah. movie The Wall and just like uh-huh. starts going after the hooker. Yeah, I think it's like Empty Spaces comes on. Yeah, and then it's like I'm just a newborn yeah. stranger, stranger in, in this, this town. town, and then um that song's on afterwards. Yeah. yeah. So next up, Pink Floyd's The Wall, nineteen seventy nine. So ceremony, Vanity yeah. Spawned by Fear. Good stuff. Check it out. Yes. 
And uh, for my first selection, yes, aperitif, I'm going to talk about the Stiff Richards. Yes. Like the Stiff Dicks. Oh, is that what that means? Yeah, I think I so. thought it was something else. So Stiff, Stiff Richards are out of Melbourne, Australia. This I'm surprised is, out of Melbourne, to be honest. I was, like, I was oh, very surprised, too. out of Australia. This is off Drunken Sailor Records. This is a reissue of their first album, which came out in 2017. Yeah, I did see that. And they've actually had five albums come out. I think did the last you listen one to their catalog? Yeah, all? I did. Really good. Is it all kind of the same? Yeah. Okay. I was um, wondering if they'd like deviated at all. Drunken Sailor is also the label that Goldie Dawn is off of, if okay. you recall. I thought like Sailor Poon might have been off there, too. No, but it does sound like Sailor Poon could have yeah. been. Maybe I'm thinking Drunken. Drunken Sailor Poon. That's my cover band. It's one of so my go ahead, cover go. bands. So. Do tell, sir. So, Stiff Richards, uh, it's like basically gritty garage punk, like so many other bands that I like. Mm-hmm. Any band that kind of reminds me of the Stooges, really, is sort of... It totally. I thought it was like that proto-punk Detroit yeah. sound, more garage um, Yeah. But I, I, I dug it. I thought it was really good. And really good. Very straightforward, down and dirty. Starts with Little Creature. Mm-hmm. Lyrically, has those same proto-punk sensibilities. I know. It's reminding me of like just preying on a underage child so this is this is 100 percent true <laughs> a little creature in the set well actually no listening to the song it's not because he, he they like, make a point that they it's are a, a teen little creature <laughs> so no they, they do say teenage girl but whenever i have several weird hobbies around songs mm-hmm. and one of them is i will try to make it sing lyrics to make something age appropriate if it's not clear uh-huh like like I would literally like little creature and by little I mean size you're you're, you're consenting stuff like that okay. little creature you know just sort of being in love with some a little creature I guess a uh, some underage some trust punk teen probably ran away from home and yeah. is gonna end up on the back of so like Bo Derek oh uh, did you listen to I uh, did yeah or we'll talk about that okay. later. Because there's something else to talk about that. Yeah, so creepy, by Bo the way. D- Bo Derek reminded me of the song. Yeah, well. <laughs> anyway, it's still a good song. If you take that out, it's it's the brown nah, sugar of uh, proto punk. It's a good it's a good album. Strung out. It's one of my favorite songs. It's one of my favorites. Had this old school fucking guitar action, like kind of really wails on it towards the end, mm-hmm. and it's sort of about, yeah being like I can't tell if it's someone being strung out on love or they want to have all these things but they're too strung out I can't tell either probably both Busted Out is probably my favorite song slow almost bluesy psychedelic start to lyric you gotta kiss like an atom bomb which is a very stooge stooge lyric um, board another going sort of like full bone psychedelic with like all these distortions and gym jams at the beginning a squid voyager which uh, encroaches starts to encroach on early flip metal yeah, I can see that. Like Motorhead or like, like kind of a less bluesy Sabbath thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did do all the songs. It's a relatively short review. There's not a lot you can say about them other than it's good. Lyrically, they do remind me a lot of Hank Wood and the Hammerheads, which means they sound uh, a little bit like MCD. I can see that. And it's good. Um, I would buy it. And remember, legal consenting adult. <laughs> In like, say Alabama song, mm-hmm. when Jim Morrison says, show me the way to the next little girl. Yeah. You don't think he's talking about like a... He's talking about just a woman. A short girl. In midgets. Yeah, midgets. He's in the midgets. He's in the circus stuff. Folk. <laughs> I just said stuff. Stuff. Like a balloon. Mm, balloon animals. animals. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, they animals. all look like hot dogs. That's mm-hmm. what he's shoving down his leather pants. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. Moving on. Yeah. Convert. A band I 
wasn't even planning on listening to. Mm-hmm. Convert Saves is the name of the album, and it was out on April this month, 2022, off of Forge Again Records, and they're from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. They're a five-piece. They describe themselves as post-punk, electro-punk, alt-industrial. Mm-hmm. And some of the bands that they come from are Burning Suns, Get Rad, Assault and Battery, and Cry Coyote, which mm-hmm. I've never heard of any of those bands. Me neither. But anyway, Mark's like, oh, I took a chance on this band, and he played me the two Bandcamp songs. I'm like, oh, I dig it. It's like kind of mm-hmm. like these Murder City Devils, Bauhaus, like the proto-punk kind of yeah. sounding gothy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, these are really cool. And he played me the whole album, and I literally was like, this album is like top 10 right now mm-hmm. but I can't if I would have brought the, the record over Luke could have listened to it but I'm not going to be like yeah. sitting there yeah, waiting five minutes yeah so anyway it starts off with Bleach Bones and it's like the fucking best song on the record I yeah. fucking love it it's this industrial gothy new wave feel to it it's really good. It hooked me right away. It has this Nine Inch Nails almost feel yeah. to it. Like a rock. Like a, it's, it's hard to explain, but it's fantastic. Really good song. Unnatural Acts. Rock and roll. Very guitar driven. This is where they start to remind me of, like, if you remember Spiritual Cramp. Like yeah. them, but they went more like proto-punk with some electro industrial go. Like, that's the only way I can explain it. Anyway, watch it burn. They have these like guitar, these grungy guitars that underwater, like Nirvana esque. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. Like that. I'm thinking, you know what I'm talking about? I feel like a fucking idiot. And it, this is where I was like, wow, this really reminds me if like Murder City Devils met Bauhaus and Nirvana and they had a proto punk baby. Yeah. <laughs> really cool fucking song. Eat the Youth. Keyboards really made it. It's very gothy, lo fi rock and roll. This is when you start, like, as I said, like, the Murder City Devils theme kind of keeps coming on, but it's just different enough and mm-hmm. more gothy, as I said. Not, like, you think Spencer Moody, but not. I don't yeah. know. Cold Motive, it's, like, this spooky cure song. Mm-hmm. They have, like, these church-like uh, oohs and ahs and the synth waved in. It's, like, really, really fucking weird, but really cool. Mm-hmm. Slow Choke is one of the songs that was on the band camp. It's, like, this very lo-fi rebar- reverb guitar. Really cool. Long- one of the longer songs. Really liked it. Concrete Life. So they knew the... Was it the Kinks? You really got me. Who sings You Really Got Me? You really got me. So anyway, <laughs> they take the beginning of that song and slow it down and that's literally what the oh, song really? is yeah. um in the beginning it has this weird sample of like a women's finishing school going through it oh, it's really? really really weird and cool really cool song death death mask very synth guitar goth song night burst very industrial it has like awesome industrial like synthy drums and it, it's very cool and it's done all in the right places sometimes you can i think do synth too much and it just doesn't work. Yeah. This totally worked throughout this whole album. Tribeless. And I put all the awesomeness continues. I might have had a couple beers. Yeah. <laughs> Heavy sedation. Do you mm. like saxophones? I guess there's no. a saxophone in it. Anyway, I wish you could listen to this whole thing. It will be on Bandcamp April 29th, mm. fully, fully downloaded. But it's, I think it's right up your alley. Yeah, it's, the two songs I heard I really like. It's really, really good. Really, the one really you cool. can really, I mean, the Murder City Devils, which already came up in this podcast. Yeah. You cannot start, like, really, I could really hear yeah. this bunch of moody shit. But, you know, the, so Mark and I were talking about Murder City Devils. Yeah. Now, the Murder City Devils songs that are really good uh-huh. are really good, and then they're just kind of like other murders. Does that make sense? Yeah, they're like there to... 
support the album. Yeah, yeah. So like the songs that are really good are really good. The other uh-huh. songs, yeah, are kind of, I wouldn't say filler, uh-huh. but not more non-memorable. Mm-hmm. But the songs that are really good are really good. So anyway, Convert saves uh-huh. Milwaukee. Milwaukee, the Milwaukee. good land. Socialist governor. So before yeah. you go, I'm going to grab a beer because I want to... Uh, um, get on the Chase Lounge yeah. and grab a beer. And M- some warm butter. beer to oh. consume. Yes. So I'm gonna butter my muffin. Ugh. <laughs> this is gross. You want me to assign someone to do that? Um, sure. Excuse me. Oh no, what? that's what. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. Oh, uh, anyway, folks. So I think my goal for the next time is to actually have something going on, as I don't seem to have a lot going on. Nothing worth talking about life-wise. You know, I wake up, I have some toast, I make a poop, I maybe drink a cup of coffee, I shave. And some days it's just making it, wake up, and it, I'm, the only thing I'm doing is killing time till it's time to go to bed again. Yep. So I promised the audience mm. I'd actually find something to do worth talking about before the next podcast. Okay. Like rob a bank. How about uh, buy me a birthday present? I did. Did you? Yeah, I get two kittens. <laughs> yeah, kind of. One. So last but not, definitely not least, the showstopper, the album the world has been waiting for is Wet Leg mm-hmm. by British duo Hester Chambers and Rianne Teasdale, two of the most English fucking names ever. So tell me about them. I don't know a lot about them. So. Once upon a time. So uh, first off, this came out April 8th. Uh, off Domino. Okay. Kurt Cobain died. Isn't that April? Did he die? He died around the end. Yeah, I don't remember. Okay. Um, for Kurt and Love uh, hired, hired El Duche to kill him. Mm-hmm. General consensus with the reviews is it's great. I think and it's really And thank good. God it lived up to the hype. That's actually funny that almost resoundingly they're like, oh, thank God this didn't just... Yeah, like, what other video did they have out other than Chase They Lounge? had a couple. They had Chase Lounge, uh, yes. Wet Dream, Angelica. Okay. Your Mom. For some reason, I want maybe I saw, it was Wet Dream. The video distracted me so much I did not like it. That's the one with uh, they have the. They like on a falls. farm or something. There's a couple where they're on a farm because in the Shea Lounge they're on a farm as well. It wasn't that one though? Obviously. It was probably Wet Dream. But then I but listening to it without yeah, the video, really, yeah. fucking love it. What can I say? Uh, you could probably divide this album into two types of songs. Yes. What I like to call so. Normal songs and, for lack of a better word, lobster songs. Okay. How which sort of have a flavor of Shay's Lounge or like Wet Dream. So I was trying to put them in a box and see where they could go. Like at times, I'm like, this song reminds me of if Angel Olsen was more rock and roll because mm-hmm. it's like those like country kind of reverb, not yeah. reverb, but like their guitars have a certain sound to it, uh-huh. and it sounds a little more folky. And then it goes to like almost power pop. Yeah. With these, like, really... Everything has a really hooky a and catchy. Well, and then it's, like, almost, like, alt-rock, like, Veruca Salt-esque yeah. at times. But So the two I came out with, a lot of the songs, some more than others, sound like gold frap. Especially when they pull Ooh. out the synths. I didn't even think of that. And then, um... Like, Angelica threw me, to be honest. Yeah. The other band, the other performer, they kind of, they kind of remind me of, mm-hmm. the first Lily Allen album. I can... Not really musically, but, but I could see it. Yeah, and I was just listening to literally a month yeah. ago. Like Lily. Uh, opens Plus. with being in love is sort of a quote unquote normal song. 
but definitely not when you listen to lyrics. That reminded me like Angel Olsen's song. You're like, okay, it's kind of folky. Like, is this like yeah. first aid kit type of territory? It, it is, but like all the songs have a bit of quirk to them, for lack yes. of a better word. Her, the lyrics are always the... Uh, Being in love is actually about how horrible it is to feel when you're in love. Like physically, I think there's a line where I like, feel like someone punched me in the gut. And... <laughs> a lot of these songs, by the way, are either about breaking up with people or hating social interaction. I almost wonder if it's like a little manic. Yeah, I think lyrics are very manic. Oh, and I read like I read a couple articles, not a lot, and I do think they were originally folk. That makes total sense. Like ten years ago, being in love leads into Shayla with Shay's Lounge. Which at this point, if you don't know Shay's Lounge, you're just you know I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it's great. You know, it's it's what we call the quintessential lobster song. It's the banger. Yeah, it's fun. It's sort of you know, they kind of love with it. Yes. It's a fantastic song. Um, Angelica, really great song. Mm-hmm. Angelica is sort of the queen of the scene. And, you know, she brings lasagna to the party. And later in the song, brings a ray gun to kill everybody. Because it's very much about being at a party you do not want to be at. Yeah. And, like, then Angelica shows up and, like, Angelica captures everyone's attention. And, as we said, either figuratively or literally murders everybody. Wowzer. And it's kind of like like the tone of the song doesn't because it has some anthemic themes. It is mm-hmm. heavier than you think. I don't want to go out is sort of a sentiment I can appreciate. And so I like again this song. about how when you get older you outgrow the scene and you just don't want to go out. <laughs> um, it does have a riff that is very reminiscent, if not identical, to the hook in the Man Who Sold the World. The do 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 I can see you. Wet dream. Cool. Love it. Quintessential breakup song. It's a breakup song. It's very bouncy. That's the one, the weird line about when you come home with it. I have Buffalo 66 on yes. DVD. <laughs> which is a song I think, like, Buffalo 66 is about it's a guy Buffalo, who, wasn't it? I think so, abducts a girl and then brings her home and has her pose as his girlfriend. Yeah, it's like, a, like is that a Vincent D'Onofrio movie or something? It's a Vincent, uh, it's actually the guy who did Brown Bunny. I yeah, think. What, yeah, what's his name? I can't remember. Yeah, I don't even Vincent know. Vega. Mrs. Mia Wallace? You can keep going with it. Uh, Convincing is the most gold frap song in the album. Uh, and this is Hester singing. So Hester's the blonde. Mm-hmm. And she normally doesn't sing. She does guitar. This is yet another breakup song. Vincent Gallo. Vincent Gallo, oh, yeah. Christina Ricci. Yeah. Mickey Rourke. Sorry. Oh, Mickey Rourke? Is in it too. But oh. Vincent Gallo is the director. Ah, all right. Loving You. It's a bit downbeat. It's about getting cheated on. Someone wanting to be friends with you and not wanting to be friends with them. Yeah. And all these are based on true stories, I take it. The surprise hit of the... Your mom. Your mom. <laughs> of the album, Your Mom. I love Can't Get Enough of It. It's great. Very poppy. Awesome lobster song. It's a breakup song. It's very reminiscent of, I mean, more so than anything, Alfie by Lily Allen. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I love when she breaks the fourth wall, when Rianne breaks the fourth wall and she goes... I've been practicing my loudest, longest scream. One, two, three. And then she screams. <laughs> I watched the video. And it's like at the end of the video, there's like a sort of a credit scene. Mm-hmm. And the music playing over the credits is an 8-bit Casio version of Supermarket, which we will talk about shortly. Okay. Yes. Oh, no. It's a great song. It's song about like the being like you're vegging out your smartphone. <laughs> it's, yeah, I like that one, too. It's like yeah. just staying at home and nothing to do. But yeah, yeah it's fun. Very catchy. Piece of Shit is a, another breakup song. Very angry. Like, kind of surfy guitar. I wrote a poem called Piece of Shit. Yeah? Can we send it to you? Sure. It's about those cats. 
Now. Casper, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> I haven't even thought of it. I'm going to spit I'm going to, I say, on if, your clit. If you're a movie... <laughs> isn't Casper a boy? No, yes, Casper. Is he the dopest ghost? He's dopest. Does he have sex with Chloe Zavenge? No. Who's in Brown Bunny by Vincent Gallo? But they could both have AIDS if you like <laughs> oh, that's sad. Because Casper fucks her and gets AIDS. Yeah. Casper the dopest ghost. He probably didn't get AIDS. So. Mm, I'm sure. I don't know if she had enough I think he died in real life. I think he had like heroin. Now up heroin. Fuck. I don't know if she would have had it long enough for it to incubate to, to have a viral load that she could transmit. Well, something. back then. Oh, just, you stick it, you know, dick would blow it up and shit. Yeah. In, in the movies. Anyway, that's beside the point. So, yeah, piece of shit, like I said, you know, breakup song, very angry. It's about, like, sort of, like, it starts out as a fight, and they're just fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about someone else re-dated. She's, she's the, uh, she's the fucking Taylor Swift of the Isle of Wight, it seems. Uh, supermarket. Yes. This is very much a smoking weed and drinking 40s on the court song. Yes. Slow, Agreed. fun. Post-lockdown, when in Great Britain, the only thing you could really do is go to the supermarket. And Pretty much. As Rihanna said, Rihanna said, it was like going to the fucking club. <laughs> Very fun. They get kicked out for being too high in the supermarket. <laughs> but yeah, that's slow, deliberate. It's nice. And the last song, at least on the regular album, is Too Late Now, which I really like. It's like very frantic, a bit panicked. It's very much about growing up and not knowing what you want to do. Yeah, a lot, there's some self-loathing in there. And it's just about the uncertainty of becoming an adult but not feeling like an adult. I really like it. It's different. It's, it's a really it's good album. It's not a lobster song, but it's really good. Yeah. There were two songs, so I got the album. Yes. The LP, and it came with an EP with two bonus tracks. What are the bonus tracks? It's Not Fun, which I only mentioned. It's not a breakup song. But it has a very Pixies feel at times because it gets a lot more guitar heavy. Uh-huh. Don't puke, please. I'm not going to puke. I'm going to Pupping from your what? countless pukings and puppings. Puppings. <laughs> what if I'm burping up pee poop? <laughs> I don't know. What's the other? That'd be a little poop nugget. <laughs> like, 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 have you been eating? <laughs> what are the? No, I might, I might have brain damage. Oh my god! I don't know what's wrong with me tonight. <laughs> and Jamie's about to pass out from laughing. He's gonna drool at it. Stop. <laughs> Because you just got crazy for like 15 seconds. Are you going to pause for a second? Oh, Jesus. You don't even know. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. I don't even know. You're trying to tell a story in advance. Anyway, that's the end. Her views are over. Oh, my God. I, I swear to God. <laughs> Take a deep breath in. Yeah, you better text me tomorrow to make sure there isn't a fucking uh, gas leak. If you don't hear from me in Easter. I don't even know what happened there. You were like, uh, uh, like there was a thing, like how you were, there was words being spoken, but I couldn't oh, no. understand them. I, I hesitate to listen back on the edit for that one. All right, that 40 be, be, minutes right there. Right. So anyway, um, It's a Shame is the final song. It's a song about love. 
Is it? Yeah. Uh, it's sweet, but it's sort of, I'm like, um, being in love, it does seem to be more, I kind of like How is it more upbeat, more folky, like what kind so of... So it's sort of slow, it's like dream poppy almost, but it's... Okay. Like, so yeah, it's very hard to peg. Pegging? You know what pegging is? Yeah, I know what pegging is. <laughs> I have a computer and watch TV on the computer. <laughs> oh my... Yeah, I might be... Yeah, that you might find... They might be dead tomorrow, I'll be honest with you. Okay. So you're going to have to edit this one and put it out so uh, people know I'm psychic. 420. Uh, oh, it is 420. Not today. No. And... <laughs> Not for a few days. Whatever. It's um, like the... Go ahead, sorry. Finish your... Uh, thought. Wet leg, dry arm. No, that's it for wet leg. So, oh, wet leg comes from... They just hit two random emojis, and it was it was like water drops and then a leg. So oh, really? A, yeah. Interesting. I thought it was like heavy petting, and a girl made a wet spot on a leg. Just this sick. This is like a trash South Street after dark. <laughs> NSFW. So anyway, enough. Anyway, I got more... two more little news things. So, okay. a band I was going to talk about, but decided not to because I had to dive into a lot more is Envy of None. Okay. Which I'll talk about next time. I'll say the thing that caught my attention was that one of the people in MVN Nun is Alex Liferson of Rush. Oh, okay. But it sounds like nothing. And he's even like, if you're expecting more spirit or radio and shit, you're it's not sorely disappointed. My very initial response was it sounded like Ghosts, the Nine Inch Nails, like oh, instrumental. Okay, cool. But it's not. I listened to it a little more. Um, the other thing, Sharon Van Etten has an album coming out May 5th. Cool. And she's like, yeah, I'm not releasing any singles for this album. That's weird. She wanted people, like how people used to just listen to albums to listen to albums. Yeah, I can see it's that. It's sort of That's how cool. she intended. It's a weird thing, but still we'll Still people would put out a single. Not uh, Sharon Van Etten. Like even in the... You know, the A&R man said he didn't hear a single. Uh, so she's going to perform in, maybe. in the Great White Open. If you have one thing I want to talk about, a film we watched... Um, oh, that's the, that explains everything that just happened. Yeah, the, explain the film, and then um, we could. Did you watch Moon Knight? Um, yeah, I'm not I just up to the, the first, first one. So, first two, but yeah, we'll talk okay. about Moon Knight. So, I still get DVDs on Netflix. I get physical DVDs as well as stream. The reason I do this, do you is, listen? Do you watch it on your landline? <laughs> I I get my my phone. I dial up <laughs> on my rotary phone, and I have to dial the quantum link. Six hours later, I'll have a GIF that might be a boob. <laughs> it might be half a boob, but it might just be a You just picture. put like 8008. Yeah, that's it. That's what I need. <laughs> and like, hey, 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 pegging. <laughs> South Street after dark. The main reason I get stuff on DVD. Well, the main reason is you can get stuff on DVD. You get weird stuff on DVD that you, they don't put on Yeah. TV. And every now and then something will show up that I have no idea why I put it on there. Yeah, I don't know why. And this happened. So I got a DVD... Called Animal Charm. Animal Charm. It's remixing a heap of pop culture, waste into a mind melting. True. Media medley. Jim Flittery and Rich Bot are creative. It reminds me of AI like decided to do a art so, movie. So if you ever watch someone either do an imitation of an art movie in an actual movie to make fun of art movies, or if you remember the. The room from Lost, the brainwash room from Lost, or really anything. Yeah. That's what this is like. So, we we watched like two videos. It was like some pop performance of the seventies, but also like reversed. They're saying like you gave me fever. Yes, fever. But interspersed was a deer, and he's like, "I'm I'm Freeway the deer. I'm three days old." 
And then there's another with a bunny, and it's like, I'm a happy bunny. Mommy, is the whole world bunnies and bunnies and bunnies? I cannot do it justice. It's such a mishmash of clash of images. Remind me, so Victor found some TikTok shit like this, like yeah. that. And it's kind of weird and creepy, and I'll have to send it to you. It just, it just popped into my head, because I was like, what are you watching? Yeah, this shit is, um, it's like the, the, the tape from uh, Ringu. Or video. Or I say, yeah, it's the VHS from Videodrome that gives you a tumor or possibly a <laughs> vagina tummy. Yeah, um, what I explained to when I was watching it with Lou, I was like, I feel like this would be the last thing I'd be watching before I was murdered if I was like kidnapped or captured at yeah. some psycho's house. It would be playing a... If it was a Thomas Harris novel, there'd be like 18 CRD monitors <laughs> and this would be playing on every one. <laughs> it is, it's like someone's when was art it? When? Oh, yeah, 1996. And it's like a combination, like I said, of of nature documentaries, commercials, industrial films. It's actually a little more um, impressive that it was 1996, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the other thing. It was like pre-internet era, so they're literally cutting tape and stuff. And, yeah. yeah. Kind of cool. So, yeah, it was interesting. So, Moon Knight. I watched first Moon Knight. Yeah. One of the kitties' name was Oscar. They didn't like that because I have a slight crush on Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Um, I liked it. I yeah. thought it was good. That's all I have to say about it. Like, I watched it like a week ago. That's what's up to three now or four? It's up with, I think, three. I've not seen the third yet because I'll watch it tomorrow. But I, I liked it. I, I liked it, it except for one thing. What? English accent. His English accent? It's, yeah. You know he's from like somewhere in South America? He's from Guatemala. Or Guatemala. So he's Central America. Yeah. He's a hottie. He is a hottie. Um, yeah, the pretty, whatever. Don't really I like Moon Knight. It's okay. Like, I mean, I don't know shit about Moon Knight. Me neither. I to read Nothing. the Wikipedia. Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke was fine. Isn't in it? it? Yeah. yeah. Ethan Hawke. That's about all I have to say about that. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, Moon Knight, like, I don't think it's doing too good. I think people are kind of blah on it. I know. Mark saw Shang-Chi. Yeah. He said it was awesome. He tried to watch Eternals a couple times and he's fallen asleep. Yeah, Eternals ain't good. I watched Eternals, as I, I said. I haven't watched it. There was a shooting in King of Prussia at oh. the Exxon. Oh, is that where that was? I saw a shooting in Australia. At the, our Exxon. Oh, wow. Killed a lady. Oh, shit. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, yeah. Oh, um, so Marvel movies I did watch recently. Yeah. I watched the Blade Trilogy. How was that? First one's still a good movie. Really good movie. It's like a, a high-budget black exploitation picture. Mm-hmm. Second one is fun. That's the Guillermo del Toro directed one, with the the Reaper strain and. I never saw any of them. First one is just it's just Blade Hunt vampires and it's actually that one's pretty good. It's They're supposed watching. to start redoing it. Like I I didn't see Morbius well, yet. Or sorry, was it Morbius? Morbius. Morbius. Yeah. Second one is like like if you like Guillermo del Toro and all his weird shit, it's in there. It's one of my favorite moon like lines ever, which is. Uh, Hey, shit kicker, you're one cunt hair away from going to hillbilly heaven. That's directed towards Chris Christopherson, who is in all the movies. Third one is horrible. Isn't Ryan Reynolds in that one? Ryan Reynolds is in that one as Hannibal King. The only, Jessica Biel is in mm-hmm. that one. The only thing, way I could describe that movie is sweaty. Because you feel like sweaty. It's, it's, it's the kind of movie that makes you feel like you, you've done something wrong just by watching it. Uh, Parker Posey's in it. Triple H is in it. Really? Yeah. Parker Posey. I like Parker Posey. Yeah. Another great movie with Jessica Biel. It's Stealth. I don't think I ever saw Stealth. Remember we would make fun of Stealth all Yeah, time. I do. That fucking uh, trailer was in front of every movie yeah. for three years. Yeah, it was. Sonic 2's out. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, no, no, surprising. I was watching part of, over my neighbor's house because they're 
grandson was out and Victor was playing and yeah. invited himself over. Oh. So they were watching Sonic a little bit and then they were turning up the volume to 100. Oh, wow. That sounds uh, delightful. <laughs> now it was fine. Frankie's cool. Um, yeah. Victor just sees a button. Of course he leaves and has to the doorbell before yeah. he leaves. Because mm. he's OCD or something. Yeah. There was a movie... Maybe we should do a topic on, like, the most horrific movies we've seen. Like, not yeah. horrific, like, bad, just, like, something you don't need to ever watch again because it was so devastatingly... That's probably, that's a good one. I'll have to think about it, actually. Because there was a movie I thought of, which I'm going to keep to myself then. Yeah. I don't think you ever saw it, but I've talked about it a oh. few times. Maybe even on the podcast. Mm -hmm. But maybe that... Yeah, like a movie you watch and you're like, never again. Yeah. Never again. I can't do it. It's mm -hmm. too sad. Too fucked up. Yeah. Bambi. Bambi, yeah. <laughs> starts... Booting up, <laughs> boot up heroin. Yeah, and some heroin and overdoses. Mm. Yeah. The Muppets behind the music. Oh, James <laughs> like, fuck you, Howard. I'm dying. <laughs> so good. So anyway, let's just kill this one. Let's kill it off. So yeah, right. maybe that'll be our new topic, and right. we will talk. We will make sure there is no gas leak. If so, we will call Pico, right. and we will talk to you guys later. All right, bye everybody. Bye. Oh shit! Didn't stop. Gas leak. Layla, not a cover. They say get a little more inventive. Layla. That's what I was waiting for. You're only 14. <laughs> no, no, this is gonna get flagged and then they're gonna they're gonna come down my door because of my no. IP address. Layla, you're a legal consenting adult, Layla. You voted in the election because you're twenty one and over. Put your head a fake guy. <laughs> you know, horrible. This is really hard. Take it a dark turn.